So I don't know about you, but my list of books that I want to read is currently enormous. And there are so many interesting ones to choose from these days, right? And since our time is so limited here on earth, we know that we simply will just never get through the list, right? Where we are always going to add new desirable reads to our list because thousands upon thousands of fantastic options come out every single year. So how do you decide? And more importantly, when do you decide to cut your losses once you realize that a book you're reading is not working out for you? Because after all, why waste precious reading time on a book you're not enjoying? You're listening to episode 107 of The Raw and the Cooked. I'm your host, Dara Boxer, and today we're going to discuss giving up and quitting a book that you're not enjoying and how to try our best to avoid picking another dud. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Raw and the Cooked, a weekly podcast that provides simple routines around the home, plus raw and honest book reviews. My name is Dara. I'm a Midwestern stay-at-home mom to three young kids, and I thrive on simplicity. So when was the last time you gave up on a book and how long did you read it for before you just simply could not go any further? I usually feel a bit guilty when I decide not to finish a book, especially ones that are supposedly New York Times bestsellers or books that are popular that you're supposed to love. But if I pick up a book and start reading and then find myself putting it down after a page or two because I decide to do literally anything else other than read uh, that book, then... um, and that keeps happening back to back, then I know that I'm going to end up quitting the book. Um, But when to give it up? Like, what if you pull the plug too soon? So for me, if I'm bored and find my thoughts wandering while reading, I know we're not going in a good direction. If I haven't connected with anything in the book or the characters, maybe just whatever's happening is just not clicking with me. Maybe I just don't care about the plot or the characters or both. And everyone has their own threshold for how long they'll read a book that they're not enjoying before they stop. Some people commit to at least 100 pages, maybe about a third of the book. Um, Some people say about 15 to 20%, um, sometimes even half of the book. And chances are that if a book hasn't grabbed you by the time you've read through your own arbitrary amount of the book, then it probably never will. My my threshold used to be about 100 pages, um, but as the years have gone by, I'm more and more comfortable with quitting books early on. Um, and for audiobooks, I'm actually really picky, especially since I listen to a majority through Libby, which is of course the free library app, um, their library audiobooks. And so If I download a book and I give it about 15 to 20 minutes of a listen and it's just not doing it for me, I'm more than happy to click the return early button. Just no harm, no foul, right? Um, Maybe it's me, but I just find that there's something a bit more intimate about having a narrator jabber in your ear for eight to 15 hours. So you really want to ensure that you're jiving with the narrator first and foremost. And secondly, that the story is actually interesting enough to be plugged into your AirPods for the aforementioned eight to 15 hours. Um, I think that's about the average um, time it takes to read an audiobook. Of course, I'm kind of a loser and I listen to audiobooks at speed 1.75 because um, I find that it's just fast enough to um, not kind of like, uh, I don't know, I just I just like to listen at a faster speed. That's That's all I can say. And I know that's very Fahrenheit 451 of me to just like want to consume the information as fast as possible. Um, but uh, 
yeah, I don't know what to say. That's just how it is, right? Um, so the flip side of sticking with a book that you're not enjoying, um, right? Like sometimes you end up sticking with a book even though you're not enjoying it um, because maybe you've read the author's previous work before and you have high hopes that their current book will turn around. Or other times it's because like you genuinely you genuinely want to know how it ends um, even though you're not enjoying yourself while reading it. Um, maybe it's because it's a book club book, right? And like you kind of have to finish it and you're, because you go for more than just the snacks and the wine, uh, right? So uh, for me personally, like it's pretty rare that I force myself to finish a book. Um, and if that's the case, like I, I usually don't find myself glad that I stuck it out. Um, if anything, I find myself like annoyed that I wasted my time and I went against my intuition, uh, that being telling me to put away the book, right? Because like usually our first instinct is probably right. Um, and in fact, I have an entire, I have several episodes dedicated to overrated books, um, a handful, which I quit. Um, most recently, episodes number 95 and episodes 43 um, talk about about quitting books and, you know, just the unfortunate nature of it, right? I also talk about how quickly or slowly I decided to quit a book that just simply wasn't working out for me. Um, my most notorious one was romantic comedy that I read, I would say like 80% of the book. And then I just like simply could not do one more minute. So um, that was actually a little surprising for me because it was like one of those situations where I like just thought I would power through just to like figure out how it ends. And then it just like struck a nerve with me. I'm like, nope, like even though I've come this far, like I'm done. And I just think that life is too precious to force yourself to finish a book that you're not enjoying um, just because you started it. Um, and there really shouldn't be shame or guilt involved. Like it's just a book. And most people read for pleasure or to learn something. Um, and if you're simply not driving with it, just drop it and move on, right? Like there are hundreds of thousands of published books out there and we're just not going to pick a winner every single time. But I think you should trust yourself enough to know when you're not interested in a book. Like what are some signs that it's not working out? Um, I know I say this, but I'm currently struggling with a covenant of water. It's just a really long book and I just don't really care about it when I'm not reading it. I don't know. But like then when I do pick it up, I'm like happy that I'm reading it, but then I'm just like, oh my God, this is a really long book and I have hundreds of pages left. I don't know. So like, I'm not even following my own advice with this particular book. But again, it's one of those books that everyone's like, it's amazing. So I don't want to miss anything. Um, I don't know. I, I, I probably will be able to report back in a couple of months whenever I like slog my way through it that like it just probably wasn't worth it, but I will keep you posted. Okay. So the age old question, how to be more selective about the books that you pick so you don't end up picking books you don't enjoy. Well, for starters, you can figure out what types of genres you actually enjoy reading. Is it maybe historical fiction, mystery, romance, contemporary fiction, magical realism, psychological thrillers, medical mysteries, fantasies, right? So I would carefully read, um, I would look back at books that you absolutely loved and couldn't put down, like books that like really grabbed you and see what buzzwords jump out when reading the book description. Um, so in another point is that if you know a certain genre isn't really up your alley, don't go up that alley, right? Um, I also like the categories of like, if you liked X, then you'll love Y section when online browsing on Amazon or Goodreads, um, even the library. Um, many independent bookstores are really good at that though. And the um, employees that work there are really good at um, asking like, what are some, like two or three 
books that you've read recently that you've really enjoyed and then they can give you really good recommendations based on that right so sometimes like just trusting people that are around books or you know what have you and so my goal moving forward is to become more selective about the books that I read um, but again you can only collect so much information about a book before deciding to read it um, either by reading reviews on Goodreads or Amazon or getting friends opinions um, and I will say no one reads the same book twice, right? So if, um, I guess that's to say that like two people will have very different reactions and experiences to a book. So just because you loved a book doesn't mean like the next person will, you know what I mean? So like sometimes you have to take recommendations with a grain of salt, um, so again, so other people's like positive or negative reviews on a book like won't always help you make the best decision, right? Sometimes it's just a crapshoot and that's okay. But the big takeaway is to pay attention and to note which books that you loved sat with you for a while after you finished it and really paying attention to what you loved about it. And sometimes it can be as simple as picking up that particular author's other books. Um, although tune in to episode number nine for my raw thoughts about that, right? How sometimes you could like love an author's first book and then their second book was like whoa was this written by the same person um but anyway just pay attention to words that jump out at you when reading online reviews and if those buzzwords match the type of book that you tend to gravitate to and enjoy all right friends happy reading